Good day and welcome to the 10th episode of the Fellowcast. I'm very excited today to have Karina Goodwin with me. She's a, a member of the fellowship. She's been for a very long time, but she's also the associate director of the Melkbostrand Healing Rooms. And Karina lives a life filled with the spirit and always uh, carries such a joy for the Lord. And Karina, it's awesome to have you today. Welcome. Thank you. Oh, I'm excited to be here. I'm also very excited to have you here. Just, just to let the people know out there, um, obviously you are the Associate Director of the Healing Rooms and we get to spend a lot of time praying for the sick on a Sunday evening specifically. Um, and, and it's just such a privilege to see what the Lord is, do, is doing there at the moment. And so today we're going to spend some time just talking about healing in general, but mm-hmm. also talking about the healing rooms. But before we get there, tell us a bit more, more about Karina. Um, just give us a, a short bio about yourself. Um, so that people know who they're listening to, if they don't already know. Yes. So um, I'm married to Andrew, and I've got three kids. And um, I studied BSc at Stellenbosch, where I've learned to love feinbos and the felt and plants and botany. Um, then I went on to um, part-time teaching for 10 years, high school science and maths, and um, started attending, hearing God's voice, prayer meetings, women's prayer meetings, just part of the church, the fellowship from um, permanently from 2010 as a volunteer. Mm. I've just finished my um, degree with Waldo. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. (laughs) Which is fantastic. A four-year degree through um, Jacksonville Theology Seminary, um, which gave us a lot of grounding. And yeah, we started healing rooms last year um, when Waldo asked me to if I would like to join, it was this, yes, amen, <laughs> thank you, Lord. So, yeah, that's where I'm serving. And um, the women's ministry in church is a part-time volunteer, yeah. which I love, yeah. Yeah, so you, you're a very active member of this church, and, yeah. and you've been living in Malkbus for how long now? Since 2000. S- since 2000, so it's a solid 18 yeah. years. <laughs> oh, well done. You would have finished Part high, of the community. high school if you started at age zero, you would have finished high school this year. So yeah. Yeah, that's a long time. And, and, and it really is awesome to have someone that's part of the community, that's been a part of what's happening in Malkbos, um, to be able to have someone like that serve on the, on the ground level, uh, so to speak, and specifically in the healing rooms. And I want to I wanna talk to you today a little bit about healing and, and just some of the mindsets around it. Um, and, and obviously, when we talk about healing, uh, we talk about divine healing. We mm. talk about supernatural healing because um, yes. that's who God is, is supernatural. Um, but consequently, divine healing is, is often a stumbling block to people. Um, it's something that, that people don't believe in that or, they, or they struggle to believe in that. Uh, why do you think that is? Sure. I think there's, there's a few answers to that. I think one of them is that people believe a few lies that healing has stopped with the apostles. Mm. Um, the one I struggled with for a long time was that um, you have to be perfect <laughs> yeah. before you are allowed to pray for the sick. And I, I often think that, um, I mean, the enemy has thrown a lot of lies like a fear, um, hurt, their own loss, bitterness, shame. Mm. It's a massive thing that's a stumbling block to people believing that God's 
God is good all the time and that he wants to heal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, w- I also believe that uh, that often people struggle with, with the, the fact of um, um, supernatural healing just because their experience of it does not line up with what they want to believe about it. You know, yes. um, it's something that that we're in a we live in a culture where we want to see before we believe, mm. where God is actually calling us to believe before we see. That's the essence of our faith. Mm. Uh, we 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 believe before we were saved, and that's how we we became saved, born again. And in the in the same sense. I see that with healing so often. I mean, we we get to see that we get to minister to people with doubts, yet God touches them. Mm. And and then what happens is their experience starts to match up with mm. what Scripture teaches, what we see in the Bible about Jesus, how he healed everyone that came to him. So I, I believe what you're saying is 100% true. There's lies that people believe about about healing, and that's not a con- condemnation of people. We we mm. still have questions yes. that we don't have <laughs> answered. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't see everyone healed, but we know that we cannot allow our experience to dictate what we believe. We allow the standard of Scripture to say, well, our experiences need to match up there. And while it's not matching up there, it's this beautiful place of faith this this gap time you know from what we don't see to what we see is is where the faith gets involved so when it comes to your your personal i almost want to say background or, or theology or just grounding for for healing to see god touch people's bodies physically when did you know you know uh, uh, that that god is healer um, and that he still heals like we read in the Bible. When was that moment for you that you went, okay, this this is real. This is not a stumbling block for me anymore. Now, that's a good question. Um, it's, it's um, I've always, when I've read the Bible as a little girl, I've read that, um, you know, when Peter t- told the layman to pick up his mat and walk, yeah. I, I believe that was true. Um, so my journey has always, I wanted to see that. I, I, Jesus said in the Bible, go heal the sick, let the blind see the deaf hear, yeah. um, the lame walk. So that has been his command. Mm. Um, but I think probably it was my mindset um, with uh, analytical background and also then, um, yeah, I've just answered now that um, that came but God set me up for this journey. Yeah. <laughs> so the first time I um, I knew God wanted to heal was when I went to Bethel in 2013, just after you finished your your nine months there. Mm. And I've heard the stories, and I wa- I knew I wanted to see this. This yeah. was it. This was Lord, I want to see this for real with my own eyes. Yeah. And I held on to that scripture that says, seek me and you will be found by me. That's a promise. So I went and my life radically changed. I saw so many healings and miracles. My mind bombed out. (laughs) (laughs) As if to speak, it was literally, uh, I I, I couldn't comprehend what I was seeing. But it was just too too much. And then I experienced my own healing. So it was, um, I still... I'm awed every time I think back about it, and yeah. and um, it motivates me to pray every time that we pray for the sick. Uh, That's what I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I like what you're sharing there because, in a in a way, we do need experience. We do need that Lord show us. 
because I don't believe God is a God that hides himself. You know, it's, it's like a game. He wants us to see his power and his glory. And, and just like you said before, you read, you read it in the Bible. You read about Jesus. You read about the miracles. And, and it's that, that, that old mindset that says, well, that was for then. And and we where I'm now, it it maybe will not look like that. Mm. But having that expectation, because you you went, and it's not about where where you went. It's about how you went. It's mm. about the mindset that you went with, and the heart, the positioning of your heart that you went, and you were able to receive. Mm. I mean, we even see that in in scripture with Jesus going to his hometown, and he couldn't do many miracles there because people didn't expect to receive anything from him. So we. Jesus isn't just in Nazareth anymore. Jesus is, is everywhere. He's able to be everywhere. And we can receive from him if we have an expectation in our hearts. And and I think just to tack onto that, a, l- a lot of people think that they need to have an experience of healing in their own bodies before they can say, well, you know, I'm kind of now equipped to see the sick healed. And that's not true either. Um, I, I, I remember my, on my journey, I've always just been a just a hardcore hard-headed believer um when i went i read this stuff in the bible it has to be true because if it's not true then then what is this whole christianity thing about so i I don't just want salvation i want everything that comes with that i want to i want to be able to use my salvation and healing is a massive part of that i mean jesus's ministry was filled with miracles and the miracles often led to something greater it wasn't the, the the means to the end. It was the the beginning of something beautiful. Think of the lady that got saved outside of the uh, healed outside of the city, and she went back into the city, and the whole city got saved. Um, we I think we as Christians um, we we don't give enough um, what's the word almost want to say authority to what healing can accomplish. Mm. It's not just about the healing. Mm. But I digress. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, you, obviously people know we're passionate about this, passionate about this. Yes. And I think just to get back to that again, people need to be able to to understand that when they believe, it says Mark 16, 17, it says these signs will follow those who believe, mm. not those who have experienced or those who have been healed themselves. So to be in a space where we go, I'm, I'm going to believe this stuff and then I'm going to trust to see it. Mm. So it's believing before we see and and we've both experienced that in, in a way. And someone else may have another testimony saying, I experienced it the first time and then I believed. But that's the grace of God mm. on, on people's lives. Fantastic. Um, so so is it okay for people not to understand everything there is to understand about healing um, and still expect God to heal them? So let me just give some context. I know y- you know where I'm going with this. But for, for those who are listening, again, just kind of taking a step back, is it is it necessary to understand and know everything about healing before we can expect it in our in our own personal lives in in our own bodies and for those around us through us what no, do you say no not at all <laughs> <laughs> no um god is so good and so big and so great and so awesome that i mean and his love for us is we don't get that at all ever yeah so god can use anyone anywhere he wants uh i believe obedient heart as you've said step out in faith and i think that's his way i believe that's his way to show that he did jesus died on the cross his beloved son died on the cross so that everyone can be saved it says everyone and i believe everyone 
and um, God chooses to use healing to bring people into His love and encounter and presence. Mm. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I Glory. think that's awesome. <laughs> so, no, not at all. Um, it does help. It does um, um, make the li- journey easier if yeah. you do, but definitely not. Yeah. I think you can you can agree with me that we often get this question, you know, I don't understand. Mm. You know, they w- people want to understand things pertaining to, to healing and why and the why not. Uh, we've both experienced those. We still have some of those questions. We've lost people to sicknesses. Yep. We still see people uh, walking with sicknesses. M- you and I maybe, s- I, I can personally say, I have things that I still need to be healed of physically. Yes. So even with even outside of understanding there's a place where we just have to trust in god and in his word um, mm. and to say even though i don't understand this i cannot grasp it with my infinite or my finite mind god is infinite mm. and he knows all things and and we will understand when we get there one day and and not to be able to or not to give a cop-out answer to say you know you just have to believe people god's given us a mind and he's given us the ability to have knowledge mm. and to get to know him so mm. that's very important and and we don't uh, diminish that at all but there is a, a space where we have to say even when i don't understand even without the understanding i will still believe uh, um, i will still trust in god to for for who he says he is mm. when my expe- experiences and expectations have not been met or um, matched up i'm still going to trust in god so what bill johnson that says um, i will not allow the goodness of i will not sacrifice the goodness of god on the altar of human reasoning and that's essential to say god is good Mm. that's the bottom line Mm. and when i don't understand i always bump into that but that's behind me god Mm. you're good i don't understand this i cannot see why not but i'm going to believe in your goodness Mm. and and that you are so much better than what i can even imagine and so we believe that it is his will always to heal the sick because we see that through jesus Mm. And don't tell me for one moment that everyone that Jesus healed understood everything there was to understand about healing. Um, and so the people that we see healed, we don't have a, a whole teaching on healing before we see people healed. Sometimes we do, but sometimes we don't. So there's no method. So praise God. That's that's exciting. I'm e- exciting myself here <laughs> while yes. we're talking. Yeah, and you're just reminding me, uh, the Lord actually reminded me this morning, um, childlike faith mm. i want to actually say it's good if you don't understand yeah. then god can move then yeah. we can see his glory yeah <laughs> and 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 you often remind me of that because you have that that kind of let's just jump and daddy will catch us kind of yeah. thing you know <laughs> it's it's one of those uh, one of those that we we're just going to jump and we we're going to believe that he's going to catch us because he's so good i mean we would never drop our children when they jump yeah we are uh, that's not our intention at yeah. least but and also uh, it's, it's that place of um, being obedient mm. i don't go jump because yeah I, it's my flesh. It's yeah. it's God says I want you to do this now, yes. and and we've developed a place of intimacy with God. Yeah, to know when He says to jump, and that's when we believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's very 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 true because obedience is is where everything starts. Yeah. So where do you start as a uh, if you are a Christian and you want to see the sick healed? Wh- where would you? What would you advise people to say? You know. This is how I started, and maybe this is where you can start. Uh, I love this question. Just go out and pray. 
<laughs> it really is that simple. It is that simple. We are at work, mm. at home, in your family, in your environment, next to the sport field, at a bri. Yeah. You hear the God Lord's voice. He says, pray. You put your hand on the person and you pray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the risk of faith. Yeah. <laughs> and it does take something out of you. It, it takes it everything out of yeah. you. Yeah. And I think you, you mentioned that, you know, you hear God. Jesus only did what he heard the Father yeah. say or s- said what he heard the Father say. But also to be able to say it's already been said. Mm. Uh, we've been commissioned. Mm. Go and heal the sick, raise mm. the dead, cleanse the leper. And and so when, when we see someone with a cast or with a broken wrist or something that's sore, people tell us all the time, oh, my head is sore. Well, there you have it. Pray. You don't need a word from God. It's, it's already, mm. it's in your face. And I think mm. it's just breaking what's it breaking the ice mm. and, and and doing it the first time can you remember your first time yes <laughs> <laughs> i um you've challenged me um to to we've be to when we go out and what a testimony from the week and i was in Woolworths, and the lady behind the counter um had a had a wrist band around her arm yeah. and it was like I knew God set me up. Yeah. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> I was like, but I promised I will step out in faith. And I was, um, ma'am, are you okay today? As, as I've been taught very well to ask good questions, <laughs> <laughs> ask permission. Bold connection, yeah. Um, and she started crying. And I said, do you mind if I pray for you? And she said, no. And I actually got a bigger fright from her saying, please pray for me yeah. than me having to pray. <laughs> So I prayed for her. Um, I don't know the end of the story about that and how she felt, but I knew she was touched by God and she felt special because someone recognized yeah. and saw and that motivated me. Yeah. The other day we were again in Woolworths and, and my daughter gave me that look and she's like, and the lady had a back pain and I, my guts just failed me. And my daughter said, Mom, I thought you were going to pray <laughs> for her. <laughs> yeah, and kids. that reminded me about childlike faith. Just go out and pray. Yeah. I still, I know God loves me, but I missed the opportunity to see him at work and touch someone yeah. else. So it's that simple. It is really that simple. And I think, I, to be honest, the, f- the first time that I can remember uh, of experiencing healing was when I w- had a, f- a very bad fever. I was in bed. I never missed school. And I remember my mom prayed for me. And I fell asleep and I woke up, I don't know how much later, in a puddle of sweat, completely healed. That was my first experience of of being healed. And then the first time I remember praying for someone was actually um, Bertie in the church here. We went to the gym and um, he had been working on something with metal and he had some metal um, filings in his eye. And his eye was like bloodshot red and he can testify to this if if he remembers, I'm sure he will. And in the gym... Outside of the gym, actually, we stopped and I said, can I pray for your eye? And we prayed for his eye and, and his eye was when he, when we, when I took my f- hand off his eye, uh, his eye was completely back to normal. The redness was gone and we were both in shock, to be honest, because that's kind of where our journey started off in, in praying for the sick. And it's just that, that incredible. I, mean, I think I would say a tip is start with someone you know um, <laughs> uh, and, and tell them to be honest. <laughs> they don't have to fake the healing. You want to see the real the real thing you you ma- you made it no, difficult like for yourself. I like praying for people who don't come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but maybe maybe w- while we're on this, just give some quick tips on like what would you do? Because you mentioned that you know you you spoke to the person, you asked her how she's doing. You didn't just 
barge through the door, hey, I see you sick, can I pray for you? Um, Because that often is offensive to people. Mm. Um, Maybe just some pointers on, okay, how would you approach someone out there? And it doesn't even have to be out there in in Mm. the shopping mall, it can be at home. How would you, what would be kind of the steps for you personally would be to pray for a sick person? If someone comes to you or um, in a church situation, usually people come up front and ask for prayer. And then um, I would ask them, so what's the problem? Um, How are you feeling today? Um, Often you can see, I mean, if you see the the hand being in the wrist or you see the leg in crutches, there's an obvious obvious thing to pray for. But mostly I'll usually say, hey, ma'am, hi, sir, how are you today? Um, you, you can see when they're not feeling well. Yeah. Um, the Holy Spirit usually shows me. <laughs> so that's easy for yeah. me. He will show me um, where the pain is. That's word of knowledge. Yeah. And then I'll just say, do you mind if I pray for you? Um, you're sensitive to the Spirit. I'll always ask. If, there's, if the person is going to be embarrassed, I don't touch them. Yeah. Because I believe God touches the person; He's already wanting to heal them. Mm. But if it's it's if 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 they allow you, ask, I would ask the permission yeah. if I may touch them, um, and then I and I pray in the name of Jesus. I tell the headache to go, mm. or um, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your back to be healed. I yeah. tell all pain to go. Yeah. I love that, and uh, and because it is easy, it is yes. really easy. We we just step into Jesus, and like you said, allow Him to touch the person. Yes, we l- we want to lay hands on, because the Bible says you will lay your hands on the sick, and they will be healed. And so we we always try to do that. But I love what you're saying there. It really is. You tell the thing to go because that's what Jesus did. Mm. Um, we speak to the disease, we speak to the problem, and and it leaves. Um, and if it doesn't leave, we pray again. Um, yes. <laughs> and if it doesn't leave after how many times we're allowed to pray for the person, then we still trust that it's impossible to pray into God's will and it nothing happen. So even if we don't see it happening right there, we still trust that it's it's in motion. Um, and so I think that's something that, that I would just like to, to remind people of, that healing isn't always um, an instant thing. Um, we often think of healing because that's a miracle. Mm. You know, when you see someone's eye, it's blind and your mm. brain, it opens up. That's a miracle. Mm. Uh, healing takes takes time sometimes. It's a process. It's gradual. But other times it's an instant healing and it's a mm. miracle. And we expect that's our first. Amen. I mean, w- you would say amen to that already. But <laughs> but that is that is our first prize, to see yes. it happen on the spot. But that's we don't Christmas. <laughs> amen. But we don't retract our faith when yeah. we don't see it happen happen straight away. Yeah, you rem- o- often remind me about that story um with a lady, I think it's at John G. Lake with 30 mm. times. I yeah. don't know if you want to. No, that is very did. inspiring yeah, to me. Yeah, share it. So so it's this this lady that went to the healing rooms back in, I think it was the, the early 1900s, late 1800s, when John G. Lake had started up the healing rooms in Spokane. And um, what happened was they were open every day for, for prayer. And this lady with stage four cancer came. And she came for prayer one day, and he, they just kept on inviting her back because nothing happened in the in the physical realm, so to speak. Um, and so they invited her back, and she came 31 days in a row every day. They prayed for her, and on the 31st day, uh, she was completely healed of stage four cancer. And uh, and I think you said you said it. You know, it, it always inspires you. It inspires yeah, me. I that's love what that story. That's you can tell it every time. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> because it tells us something about persistence and endurance in faith. And that person, we don't see, I mean, it's the same with a, a lost person. Mm. When you share the gospel, you don't necessarily see how far they are from the cross. Mm. You just know they still need the mm. cross. They still need Jesus. So when you share, we need to believe that so they're moving closer to that cross. I might mm. not be the person that sees them mm. give their life, surrender their lives mm. to Jesus, but I'm, I'm investing in that path. Mm. And I believe it's the same with healing. I mean, we've, we've spoken about this on the weekend. The word um, saved in the, in the Greek is sozo, which mm. means saved, healed, and delivered. And so we've often accepted deliverance and s salvation as part of, of the cross, but mm. we neglect the, the physical healing. Mm. And, and as, as Christians, that is our, almost want to say, duty to, mm. to remind the body of Christ that healing is part of this. Mm. We, we, shouldn't ex ex be, we shouldn't accept sick bodies mm. in saved people. We don't understand everything about it, but when I see it, it needs to go. Yes. Uh, that's what I believe scripture teaches. That's what that word teaches. So we've got so much. That I still have, still have so many questions that I want to ask you. And maybe we'll have to do a, a, a part... <laughs> Just a testimony time. <laughs> <laughs> a part two of this, of this chat. And maybe it's because I'm talking too much. Um, but just quickly, if, if, you can, if you can just... Yeah, maybe, maybe share, yeah, share one of the most radical testimonies of healing that you've um, seen firsthand, witnessed firsthand. I have to say it was, oh, I love how the body work works as um, the one night Bert had youth and we were called up to pray. It was a while ago and um, this teenage girl came up for prayer for a knee that was really, really sore. I, I can't remember everything that was wrong. I think she had a tall ligament or something. And no one of the team members was there and I just remember Rob looking at me, Pastor Rob, mm. and um, showing to me I need to pray for her and my honestly my faith was naught <laughs> <laughs> um, because I love teenagers and uh, I could just see the expectation in the girl's eyes yeah. so being obedient and liking to yes I put my hand on her knee prayed for her didn't feel anything or experience anything and I think I ran out of there as fast as I could yeah and then about three weeks later, the mum came to me in cell with tears in cell group yeah. with tears in her eyes, and she was just my daughter got complete healing instantly. So, and I think for me personally, that um, that's like going into sixth gear yeah. <laughs> in my <laughs> Ford Mustang, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know we tease about it, but that is like like Jesus is driving the car, and I just get in, mm. and He says, "This is the one. This is the one." Mm. Um, and we've often um, have had radical, instant healings with knees, so that just blew my faith out of yeah. um, that He He loves me so much that He doesn't want to set me up for failure. Yeah, absolutely. And never mind the person that came with her her expectation. Mm. So that was one. And then um, I think the other one was the first night of healing rooms. Yeah. As the, the, the lady came up and um, she had um, shoulder pain. She couldn't lift her arm higher than her shoulder level. And the team prayed for her and 
we ask her to test it out, as we usually do. Yeah. There's something in the testing out. And as she tested it out, uh, she could lift her arm up to her, um, above her head. Yeah. And the pain was gone, but sure. the recognition in her face, she started crying and said to her husband, he's real, yeah, he's sure. real. And that's what it's about. Yes. That's what that it's about. Encountering with Jesus that, that mm. this is real, this is the truth. Yeah. Um, I love that because I think that is for, for where we are. That is the heart of this ministry is to s have people encounter the healer. Yes. Not encounter Karina or encounter yes. Valdu or the healing rooms team or whoever yeah. may be praying. It's so that they go, wow, Jesus is so good. Mm. Um, he loves me so much. And, and thank you for sharing that because I think there's people that's listening to this right now that needs to hear that, that mm. needs to know that it's possible for them to encounter their healer. Um, and, and it may just be a shoulder. It may be cancer. It mm. may be some incurable medical disease. Mm. But God is still bigger than that. The Amen. name of Jesus is the name above all names. Amen. And so that's where that's where we go from. That's where we jump from. Yeah. So praise God for that. So just, just moving on swiftly, uh, I said there's so much that I would love to talk to you about. I think we'll do a part two very soon. <laughs> but but tell us, just give us a quick um, rundown of the healing rooms. Uh, you know, when does it happen? What happens at the healing rooms? Where does it happen? Those kinds of things. So the healing rooms is open for nine months of the year yeah. from february until november we are closed over easter the july holidays december holidays and january yes we open the first three sundays of every month um and we, s we open from six until eight and bring anyone anyone that wants to come for physical healing yeah. to come we'll pray for them yeah and expected to encounter Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's, my, that's my next question. What can people expect when they come to the healing rooms? Because I think a lot of people are unsure about this, you know, healing rooms. What is, what, what, what happens there? So what can people expect? I mean, we've shared testimonies, but just give them a kind of a, what the atmosphere is like. The presence of God, mm. the presence of Jesus, his love for them. We've often seen people come in, they have experienced healing, but they go out in awe of, of just, they've changed. They've experienced mm. peace, love, God's goodness. They themselves, and mostly we don't actually know what's happened. We just see, um, it reminds me of that song, when he walked when he walks into the room, mm. everything changes, mm. and that's what they can uh, expect to see. Yeah. When they walk in, um, we'd like to create an atmosphere of worship um, and where they can encounter the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Mm. Sure. The, the everlasting lover of our souls. Yeah. <laughs> the victorious I get so excited one. about this. <laughs> um, and so you should, because... I mean, I, I don't want to say too much about it, but I, I want to invite people yes. to come, to come yes. and experience it for themselves. Um, I really, really believe that it's something that when people come to experience the presence of God um, in a way that He is present on a Sunday evening, and it's not just about the healing rooms. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope people don't hear that, but where the presence of the Lord is. Yes. And the healing rooms is one of those places yes. where you can come and soak and just bump into Jesus yes. like we like we often say and uh, often 
the team get gets touched the most. Yeah. <laughs> we go because we encounter Jesus every time, yeah. and it's 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 the best. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, as a means of ending off, um, until next time, <laughs> for for those who are listening, what would you say would be one of uh, one of one core value or key? to seeing miracles of healing through your own life and and not for yourself necessarily that's part of it but to be able to say i'm going to heal the sick i'm going to pray for a sick person and see them healed definitely um i was reminded this morning of 1 peter 2 9 that we are royalty Mm. um abide in christ Mm. being so close to living with jesus um that that scripture, Colossians 1, 27, that he is the hope of glory. Mm. And then to go out and pray. I would say where you are at, uh, 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 we don't know who's listening, but I want to encourage you, join your church, be part of your church, serve. Jesus mm. came as king of kings to serve us. He gave us up his crown of glory so that we can be, be a righteous standing next to the Father. Yeah. So do that. Go slot in with your church at your work mm. love scriptures because it talks to you and be as close to Jesus as you can yeah. every day of your life sure. and then pray <laughs> yeah wow that's more than one but, but <laughs> sorry <that's all laughs> I, can't, I can't I've been asking God <laughs> to give me one word and it's impossible because no. he's not just one <laughs> but that's brilliant because that that's what it's 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 a deep it's a deep journey Yes. Of, of being in his presence of of being saturated with the word of yes. god um of of knowing who you are knowing who he is i'm just mm. recapping on what you've said mm. you know it's that identity thing abiding he, he produces the fruit john 15 that you mentioned there you know mm. abiding in, in in god so karina i, I really want to thank you um just for sorry Valdo, one last thing and that is good it's his will to heal yeah. always yeah. always 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 i know you mentioned at the beginning but that's our our sword we stand on yeah absolutely we, we never let go not stand on never let that go. is yeah. the key that yeah. is the, the core value in in believing that yeah that it is always as well karina thank you again <laughs> for <laughs> being here and, and just giving up some of your time really appreciate it and, and honestly one of my favorites to be able to talk about healing with someone who is passionate about it um, I really, I'm, I'm going to make make sure that we get to talk about it again. Maybe do a little series on it. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much. And thank you for those that have been listening. I really trust that you have been blessed. Um, and that even if, if you need healing in your body, just just allow God to um, to encounter you. We want to encourage you to encounter the healer. And if, and, if, and if you need to come somewhere to do that, please join us at the healing rooms on the Sunday evening um, between 6 and 8. We would love to have you there. So until next time, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.